This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 787, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, June 10th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 787. It's our comic reviews episode for some of the releases from the week of Wednesday, June 10th. Um, it's interesting now that we're back into the regular swing of having regular comics coming out every month, or, sorry, yeah, every week and every month, um, that we're getting these, you know, DC's still kind of moving forward, and yet Marvel has this weird staggered release schedule, which it obviously makes sense to kind of slowly ramp up into having service again. It's just so weird that we have weeks where there's, you know, no new Marvel comics or there's some digital only, but no paper, uh, print releases, and then we'll go through a week where, you know, what we do. Um, and when they don't have print releases, they have trade paperbacks coming out instead. It's just an interesting you know, kind of slow, gradual model. Um, it feels like Marvel's kind of trying to, you know, do what they kind of be, you know, diligent and, and not just kind of flood the market and just go ramp right back up the usual. And it feels like uh, DC's response has been very different, um, not just in, you know, ramping back up, but also obviously, you know, changing distributors, making everyone set up new accounts with these two, two new distributors or one of two or three, depending on where you are. Like, it's just, it just seems like a very different approach to getting back to business, and one seems more harmful um, but I'm not a retailer, so what do I know? Um, I only had a chance to read two books that actually came out. I'm, I've been, um, instead of reading books that I should have been talking about for this podcast, I was actually going back to May 27th and kind of getting caught up in every release from there, and now I'm kind of moving on to June 3rd. Um, and at some point, I still have February March books, and I think the way I'm going to approach those for the moment is that books that have a, you know, that have a new title, um, or a new issue that has come out in the, you know, upcoming weeks or just as happened um that's how i'll kind of get caught up and, and prioritize is that oh i have to read a new issue of young justice well young justice came out two months ago and didn't read it yet i should go back so um it's haphazard to say the least um so first up we have black cat number 11 which i really dug uh, i thought it was really well put together it's called full metal black cat part one it's written by jed mckay artwork by cf villa color art by brian reber and we got letters by Ferran Delgado, cover art by J. Scott Campbell and Peter Steigerwald. Um, I will say, of all the cheesecake covers we've you know, sometimes had for Black Cat, this one seemed relatively restrained. Um, it did not kind of go as much as far as they often do. Um, but So I did kind of like that. Um, and I, I like that it accentuated just how much <laughs> fur is on Black Cat's costume uh, and how, you know, obviously there was a cool posing moment with the air being just right and, you know, the wind whipping it back, but I thought it was really cool. Um, this whole, you know, um, heist that gets set up here, I thought was really well put together. It felt like a heist film in the best way. Um, you know, you have, uh, Felicia, you know, trying to get something from Iron Man, Tony Stark. So, um, you know, she goes on a job interview, or not in a job interview, uh, an interview as a, as a, a reporter. And it just, so much of it saying the it was so well put together, so well crafted. I loved the before you know they're putting together the scheme and then seeing kind of how it's unfolding. I like how um, how much Black Hat hates that uh, you know all these superhero types like redheads, which I thought was you know kind of funny. Um, I did think it was interesting that they use firepower here, and he is really taking a task. Like, you got to remember, there was once upon a time that um, firepower was like a big deal in, in Iron Man comics. Uh, and now he's like a sad footnote. It's just so crazy. Um, but I like little, you know, pieces of continuity like that, which I do did appreciate, uh, seeing how that was kind of manipulated and used and how they would figure out new ways to use, uh, continuity. And 
think there was something else that was really uh, impressive here as well in terms of continuity. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, again a well put together read. I loved you know how Felicia was written. I like you know kind of her her battle her battling with you know um, with with Tony. I thought was really interesting as well. Um, excited to see kind of where we go from here. Obviously, it can't go well, but uh, no, I'm, I thought this was great. Uh, a lot of fun. The art was great. It was clear storytelling. Um, yeah, I, I just thought everything about this book was really sang. Uh, Black Hat, you know, I feel like it maybe doesn't get any enough respect, but it is a really, really solid book. Um, and I've only had a chance to read two books, so at least at least they're both really great books this week. Uh, the next up, we have Daredevil 20. Um which was absolutely great. And I mean, this is what it's all been kind of building to, I guess. This is um, Inferno Part 2 by Chip, Chip Sidorsky, Marco Cicchetto, Mattea Armatia, Ayakono on the colors, and then Virtual Calligraphies, Clayton Cowles on letters, uh, Devin Lewis is the letter, sorry, is the editor. Um, and this was great. Um, it would be nice to, to kind of see a full Daredevil in costume. It kind of reminds me of how Daredevil Season 3's big failing at the end was that uh, Matt wasn't in the costume because um, everything else was pitch perfect about it. Um, this was great. It has a great cliffhanger. Really curious how the hell that's going to go. Um, but it was, again, really entertaining. Chichetto does brilliant art. There's just so much coming together here. Um, I'm not sure if I like Bullseye's costume, though. It's almost too silly with the face cut out, but... Um, I did, there's some sequences here by Marco that are just brilliant. There's a shot when you have Bullseye just shooting a Daredevil, and you just have, um, you know, a, a pretty typical Daredevil shot, really, in a lot of ways, of Daredevil, you know, being able to deflect all the bullets with his billet club. But here, it's just, I don't know why, it's just something interesting about how Marco kind of draws the effect of him you know, kind of knocking the bullets back and going the cack, 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 and him just bouncing it off. And you have these, it's almost like it's what he would see because you have kind of the outlines. And it kind of reminds me of how they would sometimes have Spider-Man moving fast and how they kind of use his outlines. Um, but I thought this was just such a fascinating, um, practical, you know, visual effect. Uh, I love seeing Fisk and Daredevil working together, uh, although obviously not you know, happily per se. Um, there's so many characters involved here. You got Typhoid Mary, you have, you know, the, the characters who've been uh, hired to kind of wreak havoc in Hell's Kitchen. So you've got, you know, and kind of an enhanced crazy stiltman bullets here. Cause why not? Um, <laughs> I, I like that he showed up at the owl, like, as I said, you got bullseye crossbones. Uh, there's a lot going on here and it never feels like too much. It just feels like more and more exciting stuff to watch. And you just want us to keep going. There's rhino for God's sakes. And again, a great ending that I'm really interested to see how Chip Zdarsky kind of handles it. Um, moving forward. It's not like we haven't seen that type of thing happen before, but this is a little, it feels different because it's more voluntary, um, as opposed to at the end of Brian Michael Bendis's run. But this is great. I really enjoyed it. Again, it was a solid, solid read. Um, I always talk about books that I didn't get a chance to read. They did come out on June 10th. They include Amethyst, Batman, Batman Secret Files, Deadpool, Excalibur, Harley Quinn, Make Em Laugh, Justice League, Justice League Odyssey, A League of Superheroes, sorry, Legion of Superheroes, I should say, Lois Lane as it nears its ending, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, New Mutants, Nightwing, The Batman's Grave, The Flash, The Joker 80th Anniversary, 100 Page Super Spectacular, World's Finest Batwoman and Supergirl. 
Um, so that's the books I did not have a chance to read, but at some point we'll probably go back and, uh, and got caught up on some, eh, maybe not all of them, but definitely some of those books. Uh, some of them are more interesting than others. Uh, looking forward to this upcoming week of releases. Um, so that'd be books coming out on the 17th as I, uh, go to, I guess I'm not gonna be able to go to previews world for very long. Uh, now that, you know, DC's kind of, uh, pulling everything. So I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to keep track of everything. I'm sure there's a way. Um, but DC has Aquaman Giant number four. They got some trades. They got Batgirl, Trade Paperback Volume 7, Oracle Rising. You have new issues of Batman and the Outsiders. Uh, Darth, Dark Knight's Death Metal starts, issue number one. I really don't care. I really didn't like uh, whatever the last one was called. And so I can't imagine really wanting to read this. You got Flash Annual number three, which I am interested in. You got uh, Green Lantern Season 2 number four. New issues of Hawkman, Metal, Me- sorry, Metal Men. There's the Nightwing Annual. There's Question, The Deaths of Vic Sage, number three. New issue of Superman, Wonder Woman. And we also have Gun Justice having a new issue as well, as well as Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen, Trade Paperback. Didn't even realize it was over. Uh, over at IDW, we have Walt Simonson, The Mighty Thor Artisan Edition, um, which I'm actually I'm, I'm considering picking that up because I never picked up the Artist Edition, but this is probably right in my wheelhouse. Uh, we've got new issues of Uncle Scrooge, Transformers, um, and then over at Marvel, again, it's the trade week, so we got Conan, Book of Thoth, and Other Stories, Daredevil with Chip Zdarsky, Volume 3, Through Hell, Dawn of X, Trade Paperback, Volume 5, Iron Man Epic Collection, War Machine, which is actually kind of late because it already came out through booksellers before because I got this on Amazon like two months ago. Uh, we've got Marvel Masterwork Avengers, Hardcover, Volume 20, Silver Surfer Omnibus, Volume 1, New Printing, sorry, New Printing, Star Wars Age of Rebellion, Hardcover, and The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, uh, trade paperback, Big Squirrels Don't Cry. This is one of the, um, I guess, the Marvel Rising. It's, you know, it's not a real name for the line, but if it was, that's what they'd call it. And it's, uh, you know, the the budget, it's like 12 issues for like 12 bucks. It's an, an amazing deal. I cannot recommend this stuff enough. Anyways, thanks so much for listening to this episode. And uh, I'm not sure what the next episode will have yet, but it's probably going to be a kind of a random comic talk episode. We've had a, an unprecedented run of just conversation episodes with great um you know, comic book uh, luminaries, writers, artists, letterers, you name it. We've had David Lanthier recently. We had Laura Martin, so that's a letterer and a colorist. We've had uh, Roger Stern, so we've had Ron Friends not long ago. So um, we're kind of working our way through everything. So um, I'm not sure what we're going to have next. Working on having Judd Winnick come to back to the show to talk about Exiles, uh, having David Lanthier come back because we only uh, have gone up to 1995 in his personal story. And we're working, hopefully, maybe, 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 maybe we can have Roger Stern back on the show. He was just on the last episode. And it was some great stuff looking forward to look forward to uh, as we get closer and closer to episode 800. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.